Coming up next is Wise Health. Hi, everyone. This is Suma Nathan. You know me, Snake Oil Woman, Certified Registered Holistic Nutritionist, Certified Chinese Herbologist, and Holistic Health Practitioner. And I have a very special guest on today named Dina Mendes. And she has credentials of yin yang, but she also wrote the book, Kicking Cancer's Ass. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Come on in, Dina. Hi there. Thanks for having me. <clears throat> I can't wait to, to talk about show. the book. Yeah. Okay. So let's well, get all your to... let's get all your credentials so people know who you are and what. Oh, well, first of all, my credentials are really from um, the the school of you know living with this ease. So as we when you when you've lived kind of lived through. Um, you can learn as you go, and um, so. But I'm a I'm a naturopathic doctor. I'm mm-hmm. a holistic chef. Um, uh-huh. I'm certified in pranic healing, and um, I've just basically studied and learned all over the world, and with many many gurus of my own that I've kind of studied under, from Arizona to Chicago to California to New York. Um, so I've been doing this a long time. I've been doing it for about 30 years. And um graduated really in public health. I was a medical news reporter. Beyond, uh, I didn't know really why I was attracted to medicine and learning about medicine and health. Because at age 17, I ended up with spastic colon and colitis. I always joke and say I've, I've had to be literally my own pig for every single disorder. And that's, of course, all the people who come to me today are people with everything I've experienced and know how to fix the ravages max and the you know the the issues they're facing because I've had it my own naturally so um you know I I, I about 13 years ago ended up with a precancerous tumor totally encapsulated in my breast from a trauma called a trauma induced tumor <clears throat> and at that what point did think, what did they think that trauma was from did they have well, any I idea well I had I had my breast for door and oh out my. of the, I know, people always ask, manage that. Oh. Well, of course, you know, it's all pieces of puzzle because we do, and I hope you don't mind me kind of going on a little bit here, but what we do is you have to be a detective. You have something that happens to you catastrophically. It is a opportunity, and it's, it's really an opportunity. Crisis is the same word for opportunity in, Chi- in Chinese. So it's an opportunity to turn yourself inside out and go through that beautiful health awakening I help people when they call me with, you know, all sorts of diagnoses. So what happened with me was it started very small, you know, kind of would have been benign if the doctor wouldn't have missed it. But he didn't do a frozen section because that was, he didn't have the right equipment in the room at the time of my lumpectomy. And back mm-hmm. then, I, if I knew then what I now, I just think I would have left it alone. I would have went off wheat and gluten. Well, I would have went completely anti-inflammatory way of life like I am now. And I would have never probably ever had a look at it again. It probably would have dissolved on its own because it was precancerous. DCIS, that's a carcinoma in situ. I'm sure a lot of people who've dealt with cancer know what that is. So, but the minute I had him open up 
can of worms, so to speak, and then leave half the pee in and miss it and not do a frozen section to make sure that he got clean margins before he woke me up and sent me home. Now, this is the most important part of the whole show because anybody going in any surgeries needs to know that if they go in for a surgery to remove any mass, any tumor, any anything, they need to specifically say, are you conducting a frozen section? His, I said, why didn't you, how did you miss a pee? Was, well, you didn't ask, you didn't request a frozen, you know, to request a frozen section. And so what is the frozen section? It's where they actually can look at it in under a microscope and make sure that they're getting clean margin groupings before they wake you up and send you home. Otherwise, what happens is he call, they get dirty margins. Dirty margins means some was on the edge. He, he, he cut too far one way and, not, and just missed half the pee and basically opened it up and opened up can of, can, you know, of worms, cancer worms. Sure. So basically what had happened is he caught then, because back then it wasn't a VIP like I am now, which is where they make sure they, they make sure they get me the results today. And you can demand this too. You too can be a VIP by saying, I want my results right now. It's that Taking simple. Taking control. Taking control yeah. of your we, That's why, and using your voice. And asking for your needs to be met because we are paying them a lot of money. And no, you're not waiting five weeks to find out, oops, we didn't get it all. Mm-hmm. So it was too long. And what happened virtually then is really in the book, A Survivor's Guide to Kicking Cancer's Ass, which mm-hmm. I wrote through the eight years of after that went to bone and lung and then to brain and then to neck uh, it has traveled and traveled. And by the way, they can tell it's the same from the same tumor. Now, if you Google DCIS, okay, the situation, you will see that I had a 15, I think actually a 10% chance of it ever, ever rearing its ugly head again if removed properly or left alone. Okay. But the doctor made me feel like the sky is falling, the sky is falling. To hurry they always up, do that. Yeah, they always do this. So, Dina, you're freaking out over the C word, and why? Because my husband had cancer before me, and he had had ductal, he had had um, in the bile duct, same as Walter Payton. So I watched him go through chemo, and I watched him go through radiation, and I was so traumatized. Even though he lived was to die, because that was my first call to action. And we did all natural things, along with uh, you know regular medicine, obviously and mm-hmm. Western medicine, but we did all yeah. the natural stuff as well. So we kept his liver intact. We, mm-hmm. we, he ate all macrobiotically. I mean, we really, really worked, and he's been 16 years later. So, and he was, I think, in a year. So the thing is that after watching him, I was shaken to the core, and I had a doctor who announced to me, you have cancer. And I was like, yeah. what? And, and wasn't answering my questions, you know, in a, in a kind, warm, loving um, thorough way so that I could even understand it. So finally, the nurse says to me, uh, you have DCIS. That's like, that's like faux cancer. It's not even real, ca- you know, until he made it real cancer by cutting me open and leaving. And by the way, I ended up with two clients, one, um, a beautiful model, who we did the same thing to, a beautiful model here from Chicago, and they became my clients. And they both went to Dr. Witt at Rush, and they both had the exact same thing where he didn't do a frozen section. Now, why isn't a frozen section 
really demanded by law for women with breast cancer that to do a frozen section before to make sure they get clean margin or sending them home and then calling them a few weeks later and saying, oh, I mean, and, and they do that routinely with prostate, with colon, with other cancers, but routine. not breast. It's routine. routinely. It should be routine for breast. So that I stay, I stick on that subject. So I linger there a little bit because I want people to really, really understand the imperativeness of that. So, in the meantime, um, I, you know, had to fight the ravages of chemo. Oh, and by the way, when they did not know what to do at that time years ago, 13 years ago, with her two new positive tumors. They only understood the animal of estrogen tumors. So all they had was adromycin cytoxin, the very harsh chemo that literally I was in a coma for three days after every treatment and later come to find out, and this is why they kept saying this to me, standard of care. It's standard of care. It's like robots, yeah. standard of care. Well, it wasn't the standard of care for her to new. They just didn't have to new. So when I needed my immune system to work for me the most, they kicked the shit out of me. Sorry, can I say that word on? That's okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> go ahead. They, they, they basically kicked my butt all over the place. I was so weakened, so depleted. My immune system was so absolutely reeked from, from what they did, and it wasn't oh, yeah. even the right chemo. But they mm-hmm. never told me that. So here I go and do four treatments of chemo that wasn't even for HER2 new positive tumors, which I'm 100% HER2 new, which is, mostly comes from, tra- you know, like if you have a trauma-induced tumor, so to do with estrogen. So in the meantime, I had to then rebuild, reboot, re- reconfigure, be a detective, find many, many incredible natural uh, you know, healers that I found, practitioners and, and uh, you know, um, kinesiologists in Belgium who helped me through to, to kind of configure and organize my protocol. It's very important, and I talk about this in my book, that we're going to go through something like this. You need to build your team, and you need to be right. team safe with, mm-hmm. and then you need to also build a team that can, including a kinesiologist, because you're at a place where you're frightened, you're totally in your kidneys and adrenals in fight or flight, which is fear and anxiety, and those are getting depleted, and you can't make clear (coughs) decisions yourself. You're too close to it. So even though I'm extremely intuitive and extremely sensitive for myself, I needed someone to do muscle testing to make sure I was on the right protocol for me. Each person is unique as their fingerprint. There's no two people the same. So when people come to me, you know, I look at everything about them. It doesn't matter if they say I have the exact same thing as you or the exact same thing as this one. It, it, where do they come from? Where do they live? What season are they living in? What, what region? Are they in zero degrees in Chicago? Are they, you know, are they on chemo? Because chemo causes damp, some damp heat and dampness. So should they be doing raw in zero degrees in Chicago while they're on chemo? No. A lot of people are like, well, I'm juicing every day, but I'm... And I'm yeah. you know, say to them, no, somebody in you know Brazil, in the heat of Brazil, and and if they are not in the middle of chemotherapy, so it depends. There's just so many variations and so many different. There are. Um, yes. Yeah. So anyway, but the rest of my credentials are basically, like I said, have been a sponge and learned so much from all my natural doctors over the last 30 years, and 
really just, you know, and I think you'll agree with me. You could go to school. It's like I have gone to many schools and classes and medical conferences and everything else. And I love it. I, I, I still, to this day, I just was at a four-day medical conference um, with doctors from Harvard and John Hopkins. And I love listening to new, uh, you know, science. New and ideas. What, new, yeah. New ideas. And, they, and, and these know, regular exactly. doctors, the number one thing they talked about was gut flora. 85% yes. of the immune system. It's about time. It's about time. About time, sister. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, me being being in this field for the me being in this field for fifty years, I mean, I know I do. I had a trauma in 1992, where I was hemorrhaging, and what happened was, we found out that it was a cyst and uh, a fibroid. That's all it was at the time. Right, so I right. went into acupuncture to find out if we could. Uh, eliminate some of this, if we could break this down, if right. we could get the blood flowing as, as far as chi goes, the energy force. Yes, and I, right. uh, yeah, well, we did all that. And 17 years later, and I knew something was wrong, but here I am very busy in this holistic field, and went in and found out that I was diagnosed with cervical cancer. But it hadn't gone very far. It was only stage one in 17 years. Okay. You're lucky you found it that quickly. Yes. But then I knew do about it. And right. yes, I did have a little bit of Western. I had a little of chemo, a couple of weeks of that. They opened to what I do because I told mm-hmm. everything. He mentioned a little ration. found out when I was uh, actually examined by the religious. He said to me, you are breaking this down already with what I was doing with right. Chinese, Ayurvedic, and Rainers. Yes. Actually... I probably didn't even have to go through chemo, but I just, right. well, yeah, let's see what my clients are doing doing this. So I did go through several you weeks. You need it and, as a lesson, right? Yeah, and boy, it is a lesson, isn't it, Dina? And boy, was it I sick. It is, and yes, and you can detox chemo out of the body, but you cannot detox radiation, unfortunately. Yeah. Radiation well, I only is had, you forever. I only had a week of it, and I decided I was so sick because my body's not used to this crap. And that's what it is. Actually, um, I called him. I said, I'm not coming back. I didn't talk to my doctor. Uh I made my own decision. That's what I said to mine. (laughs) I have to do because it's what I do in a seminar. I say, you have to take control. It's not your doctor. It's nobody but you. It's your body. I I hired more doctors than Donald Trump. (laughs) Right. You don't take your body to the doctor. You take yourself to the doctor and you hear what he has to say so that you can go further with his diagnosis and no do. This is where I I try to inspire people to become active participants of their health care process. Exactly. You and have to, to be. enlist their team and other support. Because do you find that people are to do that in certain aspects of this they are so afraid but if they come to you and they know what you've been through then right. they feel more confident don't you think yes I do for sure i do and i say become more confident here's another way to become more confident in your intuitive prowess is when you start to clear and clean out the mucosae off the brain and what that means is when you start to change your food and you clear out the the, the inflammatory causing mucus causing things sugar caffeine the stimulants the alcohol that wheat and gluten the dairy the five biggies when you was out the biggest thing i hear from people and i had a woman here yesterday who has ovarian cancer and she's kicking ass and i'm so proud of her but she said to me 
I'm seeing things crystal clearly now. And I said, yes, and hearing things acutely. Why? Because liver rules the eyes and the skin, and kidney rules your ears, throat, and hair. So I'm working with a guy right now with rebuilding his immunity of his kidneys who's getting the black, black circles under his eyes and growing his hair back. Now, Ooh. why? Because when your kidneys are depleted under so much stress from the alcohol and the thing up late and the, and the, and the caffeine and the sugar, the hair, the ears, will come right away with inner ear issues, ringing in the ear, tinnitus, all that stuff, dizziness, that's all kidney. It's all kidney. All so kidney. once we clear, once we call that, once we are able to really clear someone, they can start having the intuitiveness they were born to have, which we all have come in with, men and women. We all and yeah. I always like to joke and say women a little more than men, but I'm just, I mean, we all have come <laughs> in. We all, <laughs> we've all come in with that acute third eye awareness, that sense of thyself, that intuitive prowess, and that's what we want during times like this when the shit hits the fan, which is my chapter one in my book, when the shit hits the fan, because you need to be a warrior. You need to get your weapons, and your weapons are, it's your ammo, it's your weaponry. Without that, it'd be like going into battle without a shield and a sword. Isn't that the truth? Because everything that you put in your body, and Absolutely. of course, all of us did that drinking and smoking and all of that. And yeah, when yeah, we were 20 yeah. years old, we except for me, I didn't do, do that. that. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> I never no, could. I was always a sensitive. From se- oh. I said 17, I had spastic colon colitis. I would. I remember 17, oh. and I talk about this in my book. I would run for college when all my girlfriends were for the beer and the hamburger. I'd run to Lenore's house to go get a biotic meal, which cost a fortune, and I would crave it. I'd crave the rice with the umeboshi plum inside. I mean, there was something wrong with me right from the right from the age of 17. <laughs> I was and like, you do it then. Yeah. I was a sensitive. I couldn't do drugs. I couldn't drink like everyone else. I couldn't do it, and I knew I had a vision of myself, and I was like, this just is not going to be my path, and this other way is, and even though I was doing all of that, I was still eating wheat and gluten because I didn't know back then, sure. 13 years ago, um, that wheat and gluten was causing. And, I, and, and interestingly enough, and this is another piece, is following your body's signs and symptoms like a detective, like a bloodhound. You have to do it. You so have to do I it. started presenting with hacking up mucus. This is at the very beginning, right when I had the little in situ pee in my breast. And toxicity bumps were my lung points in my shoulders. And I was like, why is this? Well, if, again, if I, was, if I was a little more equipped and knew then what I know now, so I went sure. through the lumpectomy, which I wouldn't have done. But in the meantime, I was hacking up the mucus like a six-foot man every morning because of the wheat and gluten, which we didn't know we knew 13 years ago. Now we all know. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's not that I'm even allergic to it with celiacs. I just... And the minute I eat it, of course, we know. Like, my daughter always says to me, oh, my gosh, like, I feel like I, I may as well have shot up heroin. <laughs> True. Because <laughs> yeah. when you're off it's of amazing. it. Yeah. yeah. You have that kind of hereditary. I think that is definitely part of a hereditary that you were probably born with. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although kids, once again respond differently. You know, my daughter is different than my son, and it's like I have my own little tattoo going on in my house. It's my daughter. 
is very, uh, you know, much bigger, and she's and she's six feet tall, and she's, you know, fights her metabolism isn't as quick as my son and, and myself, and she's more of the addictive nature, the addictive personality. My son doesn't; he's more like me, and he's, you know, like I, I could never do something again, or just never need it. And that's sure. not my, my daughter's like, I know I can't do this because I would do it every single day and I wouldn't be able to stop or say no. And so it's interesting to watch because everyone is so is. built so differently. Different. You know? Different. Different. Yeah, so uh, right. genetic yeah. makeup. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. to me. Well, listen, let's find out. We've got that book, Kicking Cancer's Ass. Well, first of all, the full title really is Ace's Guide. To kicking cancer, exactly what it is. It's a guide. It's a life preserver. It's a step-by-step preserver that the minute you get that, you grab this guide and it you through from beginning to end and it's you about detoxing after and about supporting yourself, like with burning of the esophageal lining, chemo, what to take, for, what to, all the natural things, remedies and resources, you know, uh, modalities to take to do to get rid of and eliminate. I mean, I have zero scarring, zero burning, zero, you know, uh, effects later. My doctors are always shocked when I go, like, I cannot believe you've not one side effect. I don't get neuropathy. I can keep it all with natural things, which is great because once yes. you start doing their meds, it's 13 other side effects, and then you have to take another right. med and another med. So, um, yeah, my, my, yes, and my I advice is even, three and a half months. Yeah, yes, and, and even if you uh, don't answer, Read the book. Uh, it's for I fix fibromyalgia, acid reflux. All oh, of it is basically an inflammatory response disorder that leads to immune response disorder, and they're all really coming from the same thing. And then you have to look at the emotional sense and put all the pieces yeah. of puzzle together. I talk a lot about that in my book. So the book on it's on my website www.dinas d e n a s healthy and then the letter u dot com dinas healthy u just like univ dot com. Um, and you can either get on there. There's also a free downloadable cook um, on my site. It's really great because it's an anti-inflammatory. Ease cooking in the kitchen because most people don't want to spend four hours in the kitchen. So um, that's nice to have on the website. And oh, so you uh, get the free book if you send away on the website for, for you sign. If you oh, sign up okay. on the website. And you get Cooking Cancer's Ass, and I will be starting a new cooking coming up soon out of um, through Apps Productions. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. Wonderful. We'll have to talk about that and book you yes, another talk the cooking show because people yes. need to know about how to cook. They really don't know how to eat anymore. No, they, and food is the number one. It's the priority. It's the foundation. It's, it's your, like I said, it's your weapon. Where you have good, clean food. That's the priority. It should be the priority of your life, whether you're sick or not. It's cancer weaponry. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's been a pleasure being here, and thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure in that we could talk about this issue that is hitting one, I think it's um, actually it's the second type of disease that is hitting this nation, and probably a lot of other nations too, because even the Europeans are down with the nonsense too. Part of one of every three people will be diagnosed yeah. this year with cancer. Vascular is number one. Cancer is number two now, and it's yeah. out of exactly right. And yeah, nobody, it's scary. it is scary, and everyone they just don't know how to cope with it. So here is the information, everyone that is listening today, and you also be here this program on, on uh, plb-radio.com because it will be up there 
so you can hear it on your time as well. This actually program will be on 12 noon on the uh, on the 14th of February. You will be able to hear this program as we speak now. Is, is that Valentine's Day? Yeah, Valent. You'll be. Isn't that a great time for it to be on great Valentine's day. day? Love and yes. light. Love and light. Yes, yes. Because there are so many people that have been damaged by yeah. this issue. Yep. So we are. Yes, it will be on at that time, and Dina will be. A little more producer here. Actually, the show will air three times in that week. It will air on the 10th, the 12th, and the 14th. And they can find it on uh, Wise Health on plv-radio.com. And they'll also be able to download at the end of the week from the Perfect. Perfect. I'm glad my producer came on to give you all that information. Because <laughs> thank, that you, thank you, Master <laughs> Producer. <laughs> That's Sarah Wright with her own Joe coming in from British Columbia, where she has just patched Dina into me. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this wonderful program with Dina Mendez and all of her information that is so prevalent today in this world today where everyone is coming down with something. This is Suma Nathan, your snake girl woman, signing off for this period of time and we will talk to you everyone next week with another very informative program and don't forget about Dina's because that is so fantastic for everyone to learn and my pro I actually website is aginglessforyou and any questions aginglessforyou at cox.net and we will see you next week Thank you for tuning in to PLV Radio. We hope that our programming has inspired you. Please feel free to visit the website to find past shows and schedules. Find your favorite hosts, leave comments about your experience, and share ideas for future shows. Don't forget to visit us on your favorite social media websites, which you will find links to at plv-radio.com. Listen with your friends and share the inspiration.